Have you wanted to be a speaker or are you a speaker and you want to do more stages, have more speaking opportunities? Well, there are a bunch of myths that are stopping you from getting where you need to be. And I'm going to talk about those today. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Rolston, your host. And yeah, today I'm going to be talking about the seven myths that you've been led to believe that are causing you to not get the speaking engagements you want, the business results that you want. And it's maybe making you feel a little bit frustrated, like you're a spinning top or spinning your wheels. So I'm going to go through each myth, and then I'm going to tell you the fact and the solution to it. So you're going to want to stay with me. Now, this is going to be part three of a speaker series. The first episode that I did uh, was about the three ways to speak without being a professional speaker. This is also beneficial for those of you who are professional speakers because it tells you the different ways that you can speak that can get your message out there, get you more maybe clients, leads, testimonials, uh, opportunities to speak in other places and so much more. And then another episode I did was the top 10 benefits of speaking on other people's platforms, because maybe you haven't thought about that. And I share all those 10 ways plus some bonus ways. And I also have three opportunities for you to speak on my stages. If you want to be able to do that, look in the notes, there is a link there with more information. And so let's dive into the seven myths today. Myth number one, you need to host your own podcast or summit. I get that a lot from clients. Oh, I should do that. I should host one. Well, here's the fact. (laughs) It's actually a lot of work and you don't have to do it. You can go on to other people's summits or podcasts. I'll get into that in a moment, but I just want to talk a little bit about like, why do I do it? Well, I believe that I've been giving the platform. I've been blessed with a platform, a community, a network, And I already have a podcast and it makes sense for me to do a summit to be able to bring all of these women in my community together, my female clients together, and also um, to build more connections. So there are benefits to it, but I also have a team, a team of two virtual assistants from the Philippines. If you want to know more about that, also check the show notes to get your own. And I'm also like, I've got them setting everything up, doing my social media, messaging all the speakers, creating all the promo materials, scheduling it. But also uh, I have two people that are going to support me on the day to give back end support, right? So that I'm able to have the tech um, support that is needed. So you, you maybe don't have a team and you don't have all of that. So here's your solution. Just find summits, find podcasts and other opportunities that other people are putting on. Now, the key thing is you want to make sure it's in alignment. So the next summit that I'm putting on at this point is the Dynamic Women Summit. So I am looking for female speakers who want to speak to mainly female business owners. And so when you're looking for one to be on, please, please, please make sure you're in alignment with what the host is looking for. 
but you don't need to host them yourself. You don't need to have one yourself. You can jump onto other people's stages, virtual summits, podcasts in order to reach more people. Myth number two is just email that podcast host or summit host, and they'll put you on their podcast. Here is the fact. (laughs) They're bombarded by guest requests. How do I know? Because I get two or three guest requests every single day. Now, the problem is people are reaching out to me in a way that they're like, hey, I'm so amazing. You should put me on your podcast. I am an amazing speaker. I have a great topic. Your people would love it. However, they're not at all speaking about what my podcast is about. Or I see that they've just copied and pasted Dynamic Women podcast in there with no other like acknowledgement of my podcast, why maybe they want to be on my podcast other than they think they're amazing. So here's the solution. I learned this, the solution I learned from one of my coaches, my speaker business coach, uh, James Melanchak. He says you need to lead with the napkin first. So I'll just kind of share it in this idea of, you know, a lot of times people are going around with a bib on, like, serve me, serve me, serve me. So when you send an email to someone that says, hey, I'm amazing, put me on your podcast, or your summit, or whatever it is, you are leading with yourself. But really, you need to lead with the napkin, say, how can I serve you? So the greatest emails that I get say, hey, um, I love what you're doing with the Dynamic Woman podcast for these reasons. I listen to these episodes. I love these things. Even go the extra step and say, I wrote you a review. Here's a screenshot of it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to love that. And actually say what like you can then do and, and that you're going to promote it and all these other things. Don't just say, hey, it's me. I'm amazing. You should put me on. Okay. So don't just email them. Come at it from a strategic way and a giving way where you're serving them first. You're more likely to get a yes. If you, again, want to be on the podcast, please check out in the notes the link to those opportunities, the podcast, the summit, being part of my book, and you'll get more information. Myth number three, you must be a speaker to speak. That's just a myth, right? (laughs) The fact is, Anyone can speak. Now, the solution, though, the, the key thing here is you need to have a topic, right? You can't just be like, I'm just going to blabber on for 25 minutes or a half hour or whatever it may be. You need a topic or you need a message. You need a story, right? You need something of value. And what I love and probably what other hosts would love is if you came and gave us like a very amazing topic a great title, an amazing description with benefits to our audience, and that it's something different, something new, something exciting. Like, don't make us work. So you don't have to tell me that you've spoken on a hundred stages, but don't come to me and just say, I want to talk about marketing. And I'm like, and then I have to work and say, what about marketing? I want to talk about how marketing is important. Okay, great. How, what? What's your description? What's your talk title, right? Do the work so that when you give the material over, the host is like, great, you're on, right? Don't make them work for it. Number four, myth, a myth. You need an email list to be invited. Now, there's a lot of times that people say to me, oh, you can only be on our podcast or our summit if you have a list of 10,000 people. I don't think that's being very inclusive to people who are growing their business. So The fact is you don't always have to have a list, but when you do have a list, I want you to think about like, you are helping them, they're helping you, that's great. But 
the solution is we're looking for a win-win, right? We don't want to just be building their list. We want to be building our own list. So I always look for a win-win. What can you offer if you don't have a big list? Do you have a lot of social media followers? Do you have a lot of connections that you have their personal email and that you can invite them, right? There are guest guidelines for podcasts, for summits. One of my summit guest guidelines is you need to have 20 people register at least for a free ticket. I think that's pretty fair, right? Don't you? (laughs) So if you follow their guidelines, you don't need a list of a million people. You maybe just need 100 people to get 20. Who knows? It depends on how responsive your list is or your connections. You can offer, you know, if your email list is small, you can say, I'll send more emails, or I'll put it on social media more, or I'll talk about it at these three networking events that I'm going to. Great. All we're looking for is that you meet the requirements of being a guest. And so you don't have to do that with a big email list. Myth number five, you should never pay to be a guest. Now, as a paid professional speaker, I used to believe this myth. I'd be like, why would I ever pay to be a guest? Now, the fact is many podcasts, summits, events, conferences even have paid or refundable deposits. And these are great opportunities as well. So the solution for you is you need to see what's being offered and to see what you get with it to see if it's a match, right? We often do a refundable deposit because for so long I was just trusting of people and they broke the rules or they didn't show up at all. And so when people have a little bit of skin in the game, right, they're more likely to do what we assumed they would normally do. So a lot of the refundable deposits like we have for Summit, it's just like, just show up, show up on time. Don't sell because we're these are not, it's not a pitch fest. You know, give us what we need and get 20 people. It, it's kind of a no-brainer. It's the things you should be doing anyway. So see what is being offered. And it's totally fine to pay for these opportunities if you feel like you're going to get out of it, you know, like a, a better return on your investment. So I have invested in being guests on different, at different events, virtual, in person. Uh, I just always have to see, does it make sense? So look at it from this way. Have you ever been to a conference where you know they were conference sponsors and part of what they got was to speak on stage? It's been happening for decades, right? Sponsorship, the sponsors get to talk. And so it's just being formatted in a different way. Myth number six, you can't make money if you don't sell? Well, that's a big myth because in fact, selling is not usually allowed when you go and speak on someone's podcast at their events on their summit. So the solution is you give a gift, right? A lead magnet, as we call it in the the business. This gift that you give is in exchange for someone's email address, right? They see the value. They start to know, like, and trust you. They are nurtured by your emails. They like what you're putting out there. And so eventually if they stay on your list and you do make an offer, then you can make money from these speaking engagements. So don't be thinking about you can't make money. The key thing is if you're going to speak for less than 45 minutes, it's it's not always easy to be able to do a pitch in that amount of time, a proper one, right? So it makes more sense to build connection to have that gift, that lead magnet, and then to over time build that connection. I'm not saying you can't sell, right? I'm just saying you don't have to, and you can still make money if you don't sell. Here is myth number seven, the final myth. Creating a lead magnet gift is a lot of work, right? So these are those 
maybe a list, a quiz, a recipe, a four-step process. There are very simple options. Here's our facts, simple options that you can create in about an hour. I know with my virtual assistants, I can give them like a Word doc with the text on it. They'll whip it up in Canva, then they'll make it a fillable PDF. And now I've got my checklist, my audit, my formula that people can fill in, whatever it may be, right? Other solutions for this are do like a free SurveyMonkey quiz. You can do 10 questions in there for free. Do a Google form, right? With, with things and then give them the answers to the quiz. There can be a PDF download of something, a template for something. There are so many easy ways to do a lead magnet or a free gift, um, I encourage you not to do like the free gift is something that costs money, like one of your books that you then also have to mail that's costing you money. So I encourage you that lead magnets are a little bit of a taste of what you do. So that can be a mini course, even a set of videos, uh, something where though you want them to have a quick win, right? You want them to be able to consume it maybe in 15 minutes and to be like, wow, that was good. And I did it. And I feel good about that. And then be hungry for more. So those are your seven myths, but Hey, I got a, I got a bonus one. And this is, this is a key one that I have learned as a speaker on podcasts, summits, and other events. The bonus myth is, Hey, all hosts will promote you. Uh, uh That is a myth. And that is something you really have to look out for. The fact is everyone has a different process. So I was invited to be on someone's podcast and I wanted to send them my questions. They were like, no, no, we have our own process. I was like, okay, fine. And then I did the show and I provided my free gift. I provided all the links to social, all that they were you know, requested. And in the end, my free gift where I talked about it was cut from the episode. None of my uh, links were in the show notes and even worse, not even, not even my website or my social media posts were included in the show notes. So that meant that no one was able to go and reach out to me. Urgh, that's hard, right? So now someone's having to like type in my name and find me out on social media. That is not ideal. So when you are going to one of these opportunities, please see that you have the opportunity to be promoted. It was kind of sad. I, I was very, very shocked. So solution is listen to their show, listen to previous summits or events, check the copy, the show notes or the copy that gets put out, see what's happened with other guests, with other speakers. I was absolutely shocked. Because in my process for my podcast, for my summits, I allow the speaker or the guest to provide the title because I know that they know their material really well and that their title is going to be probably more magnetic when they write it themselves. I also allow them to write their own description if they want, their questions. Now, why would I have them do questions? Like as the interviewer, shouldn't I do the questions? Well, yeah, but I don't know all the content that they want to share and that my audience would appreciate the most. So when I allow them or give them the chance to write all the questions that I know we're getting the best possible content for my audience. And that's what I want. Now, I don't want to frustrate my listeners either. So I put in the show notes, all of their links, all of the uh, things that were mentioned, 
their website, their social, like it's all in there because that's important that the listener can easily go and get what they're wanting. I don't want you guys to have to work for it, right? And also afterwards and before, before I promote for the summits, afterwards I promote for the podcast. And so I promote so that my guests get you know, traction to their episode and can build relationships with my audience because that's how business works. That's how the world works. If there are great people out there that can serve my audience and my audience is looking for them, why wouldn't I put them together, right? So the bonus myth here is all hosts will promote you and will give your social links. Please, please look into it. So if this has inspired you now to get over one of these myths, let me know which one. And also if you're thinking, oh, maybe I need to be on a summit or maybe I need to be on a podcast, great. Go back to the notes. You're going to find in there the link to the three opportunities. If you're listening to this right away, then I encourage you to email team at dianerolston.com and get on our next summit. It's on April 21st and 22nd. There'll also be a link so that you can get your guest ticket. They are free or you can upgrade to a VIP ticket to get some of our bonuses, gifts in the mail, mini courses, so many cool things that we will be sending you as a bonus for upgrading to VIP, including all the recordings of the summit in case you can't be there for the whole thing. And because we're going to have two speakers at the same time. And so you don't want to miss out on one and only hear one. So you'll be able to get the recordings plus all the free gifts, right? That the speakers are going to be giving. So if you haven't yet, hit subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss out on any of the amazing content that we're putting out there. Um, As a reminder, this is part three. So go listen to the other two parts and there are more coming as well in the next uh, few weeks. And if you haven't also, share this with a friend. Who do you think needs to hear about these seven myths so that they can move forward in their, you know, if not their speaking business, but in using speaking in their business to amplify, get out their message. Until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.